Welcome to everyone and happy Passover day. Today is the first day of the Passover. It is a high day being celebrated the third day of this week. It is most holy uh, unto God to be kept like the seventh day Sabbath. The Passover is kept for seven days in which we eat unleavened bread for seven days throughout the week. No foods with leavening should be in your house at this time. We assemble on the first day and the last day of the Passover week in a holy congregation and worship to God. There is also a seventh day Sabbath in this Passover week, which we continue to assemble and worship God. Therefore, there are three Sabbath days in this week of the Passover. Today, my testimony is entitled The Blessed Body of Christ. It will be in three in a three-part series. Part one is about Christ's body, is the bread of life, which I will discuss today. Part two is about the power of life in the blood of Jesus Christ, which will be discussed on the seventh day Sabbath of this week. Part three will be about the blood and water poured out the side of Jesus Christ and its significance for our salvation. Now to begin with part one series. Christ is the bread of life. Now what do this mean? Let's first look at several terminologies explaining the spiritual significance of bread and how it relates to Christ's body and our salvation. Number one, another name for bread is meat, our food. In ancient times, with sacrificial offerings, the meat offerings didn't contain flesh but it was prepared with flour and spices and other ingredients. And if you want to learn more about that information, you look in Leviticus 6, 15 to 21. Another name for bread is manna. In ancient times, the Lord rained down coriander seeds from heaven to sustain the children of Israel for 40 years while in the wilderness. And Moses said to them, this is the bread which the Lord had given you. They were to gather it by measure just for one day. No more, nor were they to gather for more than one day because each day manna was going to be rained down from heaven to them. When they disobeyed, worms appeared in the manna. Another name for bread is doctrine. Spiritually, false doctrine is bread leavened with lies. Leavening caused bread to rise up. And the Lord warned the disciples not to accept the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now in Matthew 16, 1, Jesus said, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. At first, they were confused as what did he mean by that? Later, they understood Christ meant for them to beware of the doctrine of the Sadducees and the Pharisees 
and the leaven was their doctrine laced with lies and hypocrisies. Now in the teachings of Jesus Christ, he taught the gospel by giving the people many parables using common things they were familiar with to teach them spiritual things concerning their salvation and concerning himself and the works he would sit down from the throne to do the will of the Father. So as you follow me in John 6, 48 to 58, Jesus taught them, said, I am the bread of life. And he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Jesus continued to say, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. And he's, Jesus continued to say of himself, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat and not die. And to explain himself further in this parable, he said, your fathers did eat man in the wilderness and are dead. But he said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. Jesus said to the people, the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of this world. And, and he continued by saying, you have to eat the son of man. He said, if you eat this flesh and drink his blood, you have eternal life, and I will raise you up at the last day. And Jesus again reiterated and confirmed his mission, that his flesh is meat indeed, and his blood is drink indeed. Of course, the people was confused and offended at him because they didn't understand what he was saying. So he simply said to them, he spoke. What he speak is spirit and life. So what is Jesus saying spiritually? How do one eat the flesh of Jesus spiritually? It is written, Jesus is the word of God. In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dealt with man. Remember Jesus said his flesh is meat indeed. We must eat him. It is written in the prophets in Jeremiah 15, 6. Thy words were found and I did eat them. And thy words was unto me joy and rejoicing of the heart. So you can see the word of God is the doctrine and bread of truth you must accept and let it become part of your daily life. It is your daily bread. It will make you wise unto salvation. For all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. Notice he said it is profitable for doctrine, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto good works. It has to be part of your heart as written, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. 
Therefore, you can see it is the law of God in the heart, in your heart, his doctrine of truth to keep you from sin because what is sin? Sin is the transgression of the law. And Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments and my commandments are not grievous. And it is also written, thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and thy law is the truth. The law is Christ's word, both verbal and written. And Christ said to sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth, but it is the law of God. The scripture continued to say, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, and the testimonies of the Lord is sure, making wise and simple. By them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. So what is the great reward? It is eternal life. So we conclude that the blessed body of Jesus Christ is the bread of life, which we must eat daily by taking it inside our hearts and letting our, our ways both morally and spiritually be directed by the commandments of God, because it is the everlasting gospel of truth. So when we take communion of unleavened bread broken in a ceremony, we are spiritually eating a little piece of Christ's body as written in 1 Corinthians 16 and 17, the cup of, uh, a uh, blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Jesus Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we are, are many, we being many, are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. So next time I will speak about the power of life in the blood of Jesus. Amen.